Hello and welcome back to Kenny the Sports Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severo, and today I will be focusing on the curse of the small market team known as the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays, like the Miami Marlins, are in Florida, where it's considered to be a state that doesn't support their local professional sports teams. The Rays have enjoyed some success in their 22 years in Major League Baseball. Most recently in 2020, when they made it to the World Series during the pandemic-shortened season. So why is a team who has recent success trading away their best players? The answer to this and so much more is next. Before we get started, this was recorded in 2020. I know it's late. We're six days in into 2021, but I just wanted to get this video out. So anyway, let's get started. The WWE this year has been, how should I put this? Been okay. I mean, there has been moments, the Hurt Business debuting and becoming one of the best stables in WWE right now. Drew McIntyre becoming the WWE Champion. And of course, the heel turn of the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. However, WWE has its fair share of failures, like the debut of Retribution, which is a total failure for now. So, what has WWE been missing? Well, it's Harpy. It's fans. As you already know, the COVID-19 crisis has ravaged the entire world. There are no fans in any arena, and the WWE has been regulated to emanating from many different areas, such as the Performance Center, Amway Center, and most recently, Tropicana Field, home of the 2020 American League Champions, Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, the WWE Thunderdome has helped bring in fans virtually, but it is not the same as actual fans in the stands. Expect not to have fans in attendance for the foreseeable future. So how was SmackDown Raw this past year? Let's go over both products in Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw has been a flagship show for many, many years. However, in 2020, things have been rocky to say the least. Raw's ratings has dropped tremendously to a point that the USA Network is forcing WWE to have adult-themed programming. I mean, the network isn't wrong, as some of the storylines has been rather dry. Other than the Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and Randy Orton, Alexa Bliss, The Fiend feud, there has not been much interest in the Raw brand. The Miz is back on Monday Night Raw as Money in the Bank holder, but will he cash it in again and succeed? The tag team division is still in shambles and long forgotten. However, it's getting a bit more prestigious with the Hurt Business winning the tag titles not too long ago. Basically, the division is only a two-team race in the New Day and the Hurt Business. The Viking Raiders are off TV due to injury. The eventual tag team of Jeff Hardy and Riddle hasn't developed yet. Let's face it, the tag team division is dead. Dead. The 24-7 championship is still wacky and not so predictable as R-Truth is still champion for like a billionth time. As for the women's division, well, 
It has been the bread and butter from Raw all year. Ever since Asuka won the title in June after Becky Lynch announced that she was pregnant, currently the Asuka two belts as the Raw Tag Team Champion with Charlotte Flair, who recently came back for surgery. Eventually, she would turn on Asuka for her own personal gain. The women's tag team division is actually pretty good, better than the men's. I'm actually glad to see that Dana Brooke is getting airtime as well. 2020 has been very, very kind to her, and I hope that 2021 will be full of more accomplishments for Dana. Smackdown, let's move on. Now, this is the show that everyone will watch. Friday Night Smackdown is the A-show of WWE. One of the reasons? Roman Reigns. This man has been on fire ever since he came back for his unplanned COVID vacation. His new heel character is such a fresh take, and it is really a shame that no one, no fans are there to witness it in person. Roman Reigns turning heel might be the most important thing to happen in WWE in a while. His feud with his cousin Jay Uso was spectacular and personal. Eventually, they joined the head of the table and formed their own stable, along with Paul Heyman. Currently, Reigns is in a feud with Kevin Owens, who has been awesome in a feud. As for the rest of SmackDown, it has been great. The Street Profits are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, where basically they have two other tag teams to feud with in Shinsuke Nakamura slash Cesaro, and Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Not to mention Chad Gable and Otis becoming a tag team as well. Though the women's division on SmackDown has been carried by Bailey since she was champion for the majority of the year until Sasha Banks won it. It's nice to see Sasha having a long title reign since she is known for getting injured during her reigns. With her feud against Carmella, I expect it to go longer. One woman superstar that might go off in 2021 is Bianca Belair. She has the opportunity to capture the WWE SmackDown Women's title and is a favorite to win the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble match. If I had to put my money on it, Bianca Belair would become a title holder in 2021. So, which brand is better? Me, personally, I would have to go with SmackDown because of their roster and their storyline. I mean, Raw has The Fiend, and he's great storytelling, but right now, no one can touch Roman Reigns. He is the head of the table for a reason. Paul Heyman changed him for the better. And whenever the fans come back, they will cheer for him. SmackDown has been the best show in 2020, and it will continue through next year. I just wish that they got rid of the ridiculous 3D models that have whatever a superstar makes his entrance on SmackDown. Before I end this episode, I would like to take the time to honor those that lost their lives in the wrestling industry. Some of the wrestlers we lost include... Road Warrior Animal, Rocky Johnson, Howard Finkel, Kamala, Shaq Aspard, Zeus, Tom Tiny Lister, and finally, this one really hurts, John Huber, a.k.a. Luke Harper. May, may they rest in peace always. Godspeed. Well, that is my time. Check out the rest of my episodes on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Until the next episode, see ya.
and have a happy new year. Stay safe and healthy. can get a little bit frustrating. Tampa is not an ideal place to put a baseball team, but the Rays somehow manage it. It seems like every year they always match up with the big boys like the New York Yankees, Los Angeles Dodgers, Boston Red Sox, and all of these other rich teams. They just do it with bare bones operations. Like, it's just incredible how ownership and the general manager of this team manages to scout all the talent and somehow be successful every single year. I mean, the Rays have problems like everybody, every other team in the league, but there is something special about this team. Like, 